This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Sunday the 27th of February. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Emily Ferrier. Ukraine enters its third day of violence following a Russian invasion. The European Union and its partners are working to cripple Putin's ability to finance his war machine. And Australia is overwhelmed with deadly floods. We have already lost six lives. And terribly concerned, obviously, about the other person that we haven't seen in the last two days. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in Ukraine, where for the third day in a row, the sounds of explosions rang out in several major cities. There have been reports that a gas pipeline in Kharkiv is on fire after an attack by the Russians. With warnings that the smoke could cause an environmental catastrophe, the government urged citizens to cover their windows. Also on Saturday, a children's hospital in Kiev was allegedly damaged by Russian forces. Three adults and three children were brought to the Ukraine National Specialised Children's Hospital following a nearby attack. One six-year-old boy was dead on arrival. Thousands of Ukrainians with guns, some trained soldiers, others volunteers with only the vaguest idea of how to use their new weapons, bedded in to defend their city. And strategies on the ground have included everything from making Molotov cocktails to removing street signs to prevent Russian soldiers from navigating the country. Despite calls around the world to end the fighting, Putin has shown no signs of a ceasefire anytime soon. General Philip Breedlove, retired four-star Air Force general who was Supreme Allied Commander of NATO during the 2014 Russian aggression in Crimea, he told Times Radio that sanctions didn't work on Putin. We have to change Mr Putin's behaviour. Currently, the world is thinking about sanctions, additional sanctions, wider sanctions, deeper sanctions, special sanctions, very special sanctions, you know, and so... That has not changed Mr. Putin's behavior over time. Yes, it has affected Russia. Yes, it has affected the Russian people and the Russian economy. But what has not happened is changing Mr. Putin's behavior. The Russian IFAX news agency reports that a Russian delegation has arrived in Belarus and Moscow says it's now waiting for the Ukrainians. It's understood that Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has said he's ready for peace talks with Russia, but not in Belarus, whom he says are complicit in the Russian invasion. After days of anticipation and negotiations, Britain, the US, EU and Canada have all agreed to throw Russian banks out of the SWIFT payment system. This prevents several of Russia's key financial institutions from global operation. In a late-night press conference on Saturday, Ursula von der Leyen, the European Commission president, announced the proposal. All of these measures will significantly harm Putin's ability to finance his war. Putin embarked on a path aiming to destroy Ukraine. But what he's also doing, in fact, is destroying the future of his own country. The announcement marks a shift in previous stance by many European countries, including Germany, who were reluctant to participate in the move, 
due to a heavy reliance on Russian gas and oil. On top of this, Britain is preparing a hit list of Russian oligarchs that will be targeted for sanctions in the coming months. Liz Truss, the foreign secretary, told the Sunday Times that names will be added every few weeks to the list to put pressure on Putin. Meanwhile, in the United States and Canada, Russian vodka is being stripped off of shelves until further notice. And movement continues as the UN Refugee Agency says nearly 120,000 people have so far fled Ukraine into neighboring countries. Many have walked across the borders into Poland, Moldova, Romania, Slovakia, and Hungary. Following the Russian invasion of her country, Maria Rabic left the city of Lviv to escape into nearby Poland. Our parents are still in Lviv, so we're kind of like thinking about them and worrying. Yeah, and also about a lot of our friends. Yeah, but we're hoping for the best and we're giving good fight back. So uh, we believe that Ukraine will win. Protests continue worldwide, with Ukrainians and allies showing their support for Ukraine and calling for an end to the invasion. On the way, a historical nomination in the United States and important British antiques have been taken from the set of a hit Netflix show. Times of London Daily World Briefing. To North Korea now, where on Sunday, Japanese Defence Minister Nobuo Kishi spoke to reporters after an apparent ballistic missile was fired. We'd like to refrain from determining what North Korea's motives are, but if they are making use of the situation when the international community is responding to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, it is something we cannot tolerate. The launch comes amid fears by some in Seoul and Tokyo that Pyongyang missile development is being pushed ahead while eyes are focused on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The last test like this in North Korea was on the 30th of January when they tested an intermediate-range ballistic missile. No missiles were tested during the Beijing Olympics in February, perhaps due to North Korea's close ties to China. To Australia now where at least six people have been killed in Queensland due to flooding, as the Australian state braces itself for another day of rain on Sunday. A 37-year-old man is understood to have died on Sunday morning after his car was submerged in floodwaters. 1,400 homes in state capital Brisbane have already been evacuated, as the combination of storms, high tides, and dam releases threaten thousands more. Eleven flood warnings are also currently in place for New South Wales. Police Commissioner of Queensland, Katerina Carroll, pleaded with residents not to leave their homes. It has been mentioned so many times. We are in a very dangerous and life-threatening situation. Life-threatening, it's, the evidence is there. Six people have already died. Please listen to authorities. And as always, as always, if it's flooded, forget it. Thank you. The courts need to reflect America. That's how US President Joe Biden announced the nomination of Federal Appeals Court Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson on Friday, making her the first black woman selected for the position. For too long, our government, our courts haven't looked like America. I believe it's time that we have a court that reflects the full talents and greatness 
of our nation with a nominee of extraordinary qualifications. Sunday Times US correspondent Sarah Baxter told Times Radio that Judge Jackson was keen to express her credentials, anticipating attacks from Republicans against the nomination. Harvard Law graduate, absolutely well qualified, historic moment, but she's bound to face Republican criticism. They've been The Republicans have made a meal out of the fact that Joe Biden promised to give it to a um, black woman therefore supposedly insulting, you know, the rest of the population. Jackson currently serves on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit, where three current justices have previously served, though she'll need to be confirmed by the Senate. Standing with the President, Jackson addressed those gathered at the White House, speaking of the historical significance of her nomination. Mr. President, I am truly humbled by the extraordinary honour of this nomination. And I am especially grateful for the care that you have taken in discharging your constitutional duty in service of our democracy with all that is going on in the world today. If confirmed, Jackson would be the third black person to ever serve on the court and the sixth woman. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With a change in English Premier League club Chelsea's ownership, here's Kane Reeves. The Russian billionaire owner of English Premier League club Chelsea, Roman Abramovich, has handed over his stewardship of the club to its charitable foundation. Abramovich will still own Chelsea, but it's believed he'll no longer have the final say on important decisions at the club. In a statement released last night, Abramovich, who's been in charge of Chelsea since 2003, said he always made decisions with the club's best interests at heart. The Russians' finances have come under intense scrutiny in recent days, with reports of close links to Vladimir Putin discussed in the UK's House of Commons. Although the British government refused to be drawn on claims about Mr Abramovich, and he hasn't had his assets seized. On the pitch, Chelsea play Liverpool in the League Cup final at the National Stadium Wembley. Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel admitted before the game that there were feelings of uncertainty around the club, but insists he is focused on winning his third trophy in charge of the European champions, while Liverpool will be aiming to win the cup for the first time since 2012. The Times Daily World Briefing entertainment. It shouldn't affect filming of the latest season, but a robbery has hit the set of Netflix royal drama The Crown, near the town of Doncaster in England. Antique props used in the show, worth around £150,000, were stolen, including jewellery, candelabras, silverware, a domed birdcage, and a replica of a rare Fabergé egg acquired by King George V in 1933. Good Samaritans on social media have reunited a five-year-old with his beloved teddy bear, which got stuck in an airport roof at Thanksgiving. Ezekiel Burnett had been tossing original teddy into the air at Milwaukee Airport three months ago while the family was waiting for a flight home to Dallas when the teddy got caught. Ezekiel's father, David Burnett, said he had to tell the child that his teddy wasn't coming back and he cried the entire flight home. After over a month, the teddy fell onto the concourse and was handed in to Lost and Found. When no one claimed teddy, officials put a notice on Facebook where Ezekiel's mother saw the post and Ezekiel was reunited with his beloved toy. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Sunday the 27th of February. (laughs) 
This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.